Welcome everyone to today's Embraced by the Divine co-author call in which I'll be talking with Lorraine Cohen uh, and we'll be discussing walking through a cancer diagnosis with the Divine Hand of Grace. I'll just let you know a little bit about me first and then I'll formally introduce Lorraine. I'm Michelle Mayur. I'm the compiling author of Embraced by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion and Purpose. And you can find out more about this book at www.embracedbythedivine.com. So embracedbythedivine, all one word, .com. Already we've hit bestseller status and we're still on in pre-order. So it's all very, very exciting. So I co-create transformational energetic shifts in people, especially women, who are ready to make a bigger difference in the world. I assist people to dissolve limiting beliefs and energetic blockages so they can step fully into their power, passion and purpose. I'm the founder of the Heal the Healer community and my private healing practice in Melbourne, Australia is Angel Wings Healing. It's angelwingshealing.com. And the book itself, Embraced by the Divine, is uh, a book that will inspire women around the world to believe in themselves more and to believe that no matter what challenge or trauma life throws at you, there's always a chance to turn it around and to grow from the experience. And the authenticity and the vulnerability of each of the co-authors in the book, and hopefully myself included, inspires and if they can do it then I can too kind of message so it's a really exciting book which I'm very proud to have been part of well co-creating so to let you know a little bit more about Lorraine Cohen she apart from being a very dear friend of mine um, she is an internationally recognized uh, for one heart coaching inner grace healing and higher light channeling She's a fierce advocate for her client's transformation. She uses her spiritual, intuitive and healing gifts to support women to dive deeply into self-love, transmute emotional wounds and strengthen their personal connection to God to create a bold, abundant and meaningful life. She is an international best-selling co-author of Unwavering Strength Volume 2 and now also of Embraced by the Divine. And she writes for Bella Mia magazine. Her website is www.lorrainecohen.com. That's Lorraine and C-O-H-E-N.com. So receiving a a cancer diagnosis can be daunting for anyone. And from 2012 to 2015, Lorraine Cohen was diagnosed with breast cancer four times. So... We're going to be hearing from her today about how she turned her health challenge into a positive life change with the divine hand of grace. And because I know her so well anyway, and we have lots and lots of chats via Skype um, on a regular basis, I've been through every step of her journey with her. And it's an absolutely incredible story. So Lorraine, first of all, welcome to the call. And well, thank um, you. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 a real pleasure to have you, and you know because you're a special friend too. It's a, I guess it's an extra level of dimension of pleasure to have you. So you've been diagnosed with cancer four times now. That's just absolutely incredible, and in a relatively short space of time too. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey? Well, you know, four times uh, since 2012. It really is extraordinary even though I have lived it and I 
hear you uh, saying it, it, it kind of makes my jaw drop to really hear that it's been so frequent. Um, you know, probably in my wildest imagination, I never contemplated that I would be facing a, you know, a cancer diagnosis. What I've come to appreciate that it has been full of so many blessings, which I think is a tricky concept for a lot of people to associate cancer and a blessing. It's usually a- absolutely at, right. Yeah, they, they seem the just diametrically point. opposed. You know, it's like the yeah. worst thing in the world if someone receives a cancer diagnosis, you know, for for most people. But, yeah, you've actually managed to turn it around and make some incredible life changes and find the blessings within that. That's taken a huge amount of internal courage to to find that inner strength, to not go into victim mode. I've never once seen you in victim mode with this, although I know there have been plenty of times where you've been going through a lot of struggles, but you've never allowed yourself to... to to become the victim it's always been the okay well if this is still here or if it's reoccurred what is it that I need to do differently and the answers have come to you so um, yeah it's it's been a, an incredible incredible journey for you so did you want to give us a little bit more more detail about what's actually happened on this journey through the four different cancer diagnoses that you've had You know, I've always stood on this position of that um, every experience that we face in our lives has not only a healing opportunity, but it is a growth and a spiritual evolutionary opportunity. And what I've also come to appreciate because of the work that I do, the emotional healing work that I, I do, is that there is a, a very specific connection I believe that at the root of all disease is an emotional component. And for me, it was an opportunity for me in receiving the diagnosis, which, you know, again, it's very hard for people to understand that when I first received that diagnosis, it did not freak me out. It was as if I heard it, but I I never felt, that my life was in jeopardy. I never felt that I was facing a, a you know a death sentence. I, I just never felt that. It wasn't something that I had to work at feeling to get calm. I just never was there, and I attribute that to the faith and trust that I have developed with the divine for the um, the evolution within myself, the healing work that I have done that has allowed me to stand in more of a centered place um, of courage, of faith, of trust. And so when this really came to my attention, one of the questions that I began to explore had to do with forgiveness. And I was able to, what really resonated in my mind and in my heart, I was able to make a connection to some old resentments and old fears and a tremendous amount of guilt that I had been harboring for easily 30 years that was related to the death of my mother. And that opened the door for me to be looking at what else I was holding on to emotionally, guilt, shame, blame, unforgiveness, rage, all of which when we're harboring those feelings and so much of it occurs subconsciously, if you think of... uh, 
a festering of something. That's really what I I think of cancer is a festering mm. of emotions and energies that if they're not being released, then they have to create inside of the body. So for me, since I'm so committed to my spiritual journey and my relationship with God, I really saw it as an opportunity to do some very deep healing to not only release myself from holding on to these energies, I also know that my own journey contributes to the work that I'm able to do with clients. You know, having been there and done that and continuing to walk through it now as we speak, I really feel that this is part of my calling, and I'm I'm grateful for it. And it's also seen a, a, a shift in... Uh, some of the kinds of work that you've been doing, hasn't it, where you've been able to be an inspiration and a support and encouragement for people also undergoing the cancer journey or you know, any form of serious health challenge. So that's, I guess, in a, a sense that has been a, a blessing there. But tell us too about some of the um, the other blessings that you found in the experience, some of the other things that you have done to basically walk yourself through this to get to the other side. And, you know, we do do stress that you're not uh, absolutely completely out the other side yet. This is still an ongoing journey for you. But you have made some incredible lifestyle changes as well, which seem to be really supporting you to move through this with um, incredible grace and ease. Yes, thank you. Um, You know, for years, I think that my body has been saying, uh, stop eating so much sugar, start eating more healthily. If I had a dollar for every time I have um, thought or verbally said, I know I need to be doing more of this, I know I need to stop doing this. And so you would think after the first diagnosis, that that would have been enough to make a change. Mm, Not really. After the second one, which I was able to clear very quickly, I I still feel like I was dabbling. After the third diagnosis, which was actually this past March 2015, I got serious. And it was, you you know, a lot of times it's, there's a phrase in the counseling community that sometimes a person has to hit the wall before they will make a change. And for me, I said enough is enough. And so in conversation with some trusted colleagues, I really started to look at what I was putting in my body nutritionally. I have eliminated all added sugar, although definitely there are still some foods that I am likely eating that will break down into sugar, but primarily I've gone gluten-free, no additional sugar. Um, I juice. I do weight, uh, wheatgrass consistently. I exercise. I meditate. I use essential oils. I do monthly colonics. I do coffee enemas, not all in one day. Oh, phew. That's a lot. Has, you know, and there's more that I haven't even mentioned. For me... I thought it was going to be really hard and really boring and very stressful and depressing. I feel as if a whole world has opened up in terms of food. It has turned out to be an incredibly empowering experience for me and an opportunity for me to love myself more deeply than ever 
before, so there hasn't been anything negative. I, I don't feel that I have deprived myself in any way. I really feel as if I've come into greater alignment with my body. I feel that my body is happier, still refining some of that, but I feel good about myself with some of these choices, and I'm learning more all the time. I've added supplements. Um, it's all good stuff because I want to have a high quality of life, and if getting a cancer diagnosis has been one of the life-defining experiences to help me move into a higher quality of life physically, consciously, God bless it. And that's incredible that you can say that, you know, going through everything you've been through. But I've seen that phenomenal shift within you of diving really deep into stuff that maybe you weren't even aware that was there, that had been behind some of the recreation of the cancer. It was almost as though there was deeper levels of some of the issues that were were coming up emotionally for resolution. Um, You've also had uh, one might say a mixed relationship with the divine through some parts of this so just step us through a little bit about how your relationship with the divine has actually helped you to walk through this uh, diagnosis there were definitely some times that you were able to witness where I hit some very low points of despair that's one of the things that I shared in Embraced by the Divine that I gave myself permission to consider exiting because I felt that I had come to a place of very, very deep pain that's also been part of my journey. And I I touched into some very deep disappointment, very deep despair, and very deep rage against the divine, of feeling abandoned, of um, even though I knew in my heart that that wasn't true, but, you know, we're experiencing life as both human and spiritual beings, and so I needed to honor everything that was coming up for me that I had been holding on to for a very long time, unbeknownst to me, that just kept bubbling to the surface. And I realized during what can only be called one of my most painful dark nights of the soul, where I was just on my knees and really, really thought, maybe it's just time for me to leave. And then it's almost as if I came to this place of positive anger where I said, I have worked too hard and come too far to not be a part of creating heaven on earth, and I refuse to go. And I essentially said to the divine, you better step up. And <laughs> I, so I love that like, streak, that it, stubborn streak within you and dictating to the divine. But, <laughs> well, you know, it <laughs> definitely felt like it was a time of reckoning yeah. that before I could actually allow a deeper connection with the divine, I had to acknowledge the anger that was keeping me in separation and the judgments that I was standing in and it was through that time that I feel there was a forging of a deeper bond between my relationship with God that I am very, very grateful for. And in order to get there, I had to walk through that period. 
And I'm so grateful because of the people in my life like you who really held that space and didn't try to cheer me up or convince me not to feel the way that I felt because I absolutely needed to be exactly where I was in order to be able to move through that. And what I also realized was that before you can really embrace life, you have to also embrace the idea of death. And so I feel that I have done that. Maybe not for the last time, I don't know, because I don't want to stand in that place of arrogance and think, well, I'm already done with that. Um, <laughs> but I'm done with that piece, and I feel stronger than ever, Michelle. I'm grateful. Yeah, and look, really the last few months has been an incredible journey for you in both dealing with the, the cancer diagnosis and also in some of the ways that your work has evolved and shifted and changed direction it's that all, all there'd been a period with you where it's as uh, you've been in that place of okay well what do I do now it's as if the things that you'd been doing that you've been passionate about were not holding as much passion for you uh, if I'm may say so and things that you felt you should be doing weren't generating the kind of results that you were expecting either so there's really been that shift within you into doing more of the work that actually talks about what you've experienced through the cancer and talks about some of the things that you've done not in a preachy kind of way to people but as perhaps presenting options uh, you know for people that they might like to to try for their own uh, healing process whether it be with cancer or something else or whether just for their own general healing to feel better more more nurtured and more loved within themselves and to do that deeper inner healing work so what do you feel has been the biggest shift for you since you wrote your fabulous chapter and i love the title it's, it's getting raw bungee jumping into the abyss mm-hmm. what, what's shifted and changed most for you since you've written your chapter lorraine You know, I'm thinking about that question, and you've said so much, um, you know, about witnessing what has happened. For me, it has been so much about surrendering and letting go of preconceived ideas of the directions of my work because my journey has definitely been incorporated in my work with clients. And I've had to let go and really focus on my own healing and let myself receive the love and support of other people, which was very painful at different times. It was surprisingly painful. Because you're such a strong, independent woman, and that's, you know, to to reach out and allow yourself to be carried and supported by others is is huge. I get that. I mean, I, I just found myself sobbing. What has been a surprise is... And I know that you can relate this in your own experience. When when we find ourselves in more of a service life, as you and I do, where we know that we are here in the work that we do to be of help to others on their own journey of of being able to heal their hearts, to open their hearts, to connect more deeply with the divine and to step into a higher purpose of their experience. We're all here to help to bring this world into more light. And 
with the cancer diagnosis and with all of the work that I do, I could see that I could absolutely say that my experience is something that I can incorporate into my work, especially since the focus of my work is on helping people to connect more deeply with the divine, with the with their divinity, and also to do the emotional healing so that they're released from the past. But what surprised me was the role that seems to be evolving from this, and I'm still watching it evolve, I don't have all the answers, is bigger than I thought it was going to be, and it was a surprise to me. And you may recall, because you have been such an incredible supporter being able to bring through some of the angelic messages, and so to hear that part of my cancer experience has been um, that I have brought that forward because I believe that we create our own experiences. I don't see that this is something that has happened to me. I I really feel that we are uh, the creators um, of everything that we experience, and I, and I take responsibility not as a victim for creating and bringing forward this cancer for my healing. I really do, and I, that may, again, might be another concept that's really tough for people to understand, but we are manifesting, creating all the time, and So as I've looked at this and received some of the angelic guidance that has essentially said um, that this is an opportunity for me to stop pussyfooting around. And remember that that phrase, um, really anchor uh, into my own commitment to my healing and and, uh, the changes that I have made in my own life that I've described about eating better and more nurturing and self-love, but also to be a more visible voice whatever that looks like, for those who may be facing a cancer diagnosis or a health crisis, to be able to um, to be of support from the emotional and the spiritual side of the healing journey. And that really resonated with me, but I, I didn't see it at this time. I didn't understand that. And I feel that as I anchor more deeply into that commitment, which I, I definitely... I'm embracing more and more that um, that the cancer will then be released because it will become redundant and no longer serving me in that way. That's the message that I received, and that is the message that I believe. So I stand in this place of I am whole and well, I am transformed, I am a perfect reflection of the divine, therefore in that state of truth, I am already healed, and that's the place that I live. Even though I'm still in a physical body and I'm I'm still aware of the physical manifestation, I do not own this, this uh, tumor in my underarm as having any power over me um, or having any life beyond the life that I give it. Yeah, that's an incredibly strong way of looking at things and it shows the degree of spiritual work that you've done the degree of work that you've done on yourself to get to that empowered place and your work in that area is just unfolding naturally it's really unfolding without a whole lot of effort it's just happening which of course is what what happens when you're in connection with the divine so I know that you've got a beautiful process to take us through which I'm sure is just going to unfold magically in a few minutes from now 
But I'd, I'd like you to just to, in summary, uh, say to the listeners, especially those who might be facing uh, a cancer diagnosis at the moment or any other kind of health challenge, what what do you say to someone who is is facing that kind of serious health challenge? Don't believe everything you think and don't believe everything that you hear. Be willing to look more deeply beyond the physical manifestation of something and to the message that that diagnosis or any symptoms that you are experiencing might be trying to communicate to you. And also there is a wealth of information of, of um, and options and resources extraordinary of people who have turned their lives around people who the doctors have given up hope on, who have reversed their conditions. There is so much hope, there is so much power, and there is so much information at your fingertips at your fingertips that you can, no matter what you are facing in your life, you can be victorious. And the phrase that I come da- that I come back to repeatedly is that when I stand in that knowing and that connection of my divinity, I am reminded that I that within me is the stuff that has created world. Just think about that for a moment. Within you is the energy of the stuff that creates world. And no matter what you face in your life, you are bigger. You are more powerful. When you are aligned, when you are in that remembering, than anything that you face, and no matter what has come up in your life is an opportunity not to knock you down and take your life, but to help you to stretch and grow in ways beyond your greatest imagination. And you don't have to do it alone. Don't do it alone. That is such incredibly powerful information for anyone, not only who's facing a health challenge at the moment, but for anyone really there's such wisdom within that so i would highly recommend that you connect with lorraine if you're resonating with what she's saying and i'm sure pretty much everyone will especially if you're in that place of readiness for change emotionally mentally or spiritually as well as physically and if you're listening on the webcast screen, there's a link that clicks directly through to Lorraine's website. And if you're not, um, the website again is LorraineCohen.com. Uh, also, if you're on the webcast screen, there's a link straight through onto the Embraced by the Divine book website where you can now order the book directly. Uh, and the book is available through Amazon at this stage. So, Lorraine, I would love you to do one of your gorgeous processes. I've experienced so many of them over the last few years, and I just love them, and I have no idea what you're going to to bring to the table now, and I'm guessing you probably don't really either. It just comes through you. So it's over to you to give us a little healing process of whatever, and if you've got some idea what it's likely to be about, you might like to introduce it. If you don't, we're just going to go straight into it and and see what the divine wants to bring through you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So what I invite everybody to do is to gently close their eyes 
and begin by putting your attention on your breath. (sighs) Just taking some nice deep breaths and holding that briefly, feeling your lungs expand, your breath moving down into your belly. And with your exhalation, having the thought of letting go of anything that is ready to be released, that is no longer serving you. Perhaps some of the conversation has stirred up some things within you, and with your breath, you can allow your breath to help you move through your body and just let go. So ask to bring another nice deep breath up from your belly. Feeling your lungs expand, I invite you to stretch your arms, stretch your legs. Let your whole body be involved in this process. And with your exhalation, again, just inviting the brilliance within you to just let go even more deeply of whatever is ready to be released. And let's take another nice deep breath. And this time, holding the intention of breathing in the energies of divine love and grace. Imagine that filling every cell of your body, every atom, all of your organs, your muscles, your bones, your blood, just completely immersed the energies and vibrations of divine love and grace. Inviting the consciousness of your higher nature to presence itself within your body, within your heart. And experiencing that in whatever way you do is just perfect. Just knowing that that's happening and inviting the energies of the earth to come up the balls of your feet and anchoring you into the embrace of Mother Earth, that beautiful, sentient being who brings so much light and wonder and beauty, love and healing and resources that graces our life in so many ways. As the energies of the earth blend with the energies of divine love and grace. Isn't that just beautiful? Just rest in that for a moment. When we're in this space of connection, we are invited to remember the truth of who we truly are. We are invited to reach beyond the smallness and the capacity of our our humanity into the deeper and more expansive knowing of who we are as magnificent, eternal, expansive, creative beings.
limitless, flowing. We are invited to remember that who we are is truly divine. No matter what we are facing in our lives, all is in service, everyone and everything is brought into our lives for the purpose of our own expansion and to be a light and path of bringing love to every corner of this earth by our presence, by our experiences, by all the ways that we show up in our best and brightest self. I invite you within yourself or out loud to repeat some statements. And after each statement, to just take a breath. I am the playfulness and the joy that the divine is. Take a breath. I am the ease and grace that the divine is. Take a breath. Let these statements surge through your body as we continue. Feel the truth and the energy of these declarations of remembrance. I am the wisdom that the divine is. Take a breath. I am the rock of power and pillar of strength that the divine is. I am the miracle-making magic that the divine is. Take a breath. I am the vitality and health that the divine is. Take a breath. I am the never-ending fountainhead of abundance that God is. I am the hope and the peace that God is. Breathe into that. I am divine love and grace. I am the perfect reflection of the divine. I am filled with the power and the presence of the divine. Breathe that deeply into your body. 
Notice your body sensations. Observe what you are feeling, thinking, and sensing right now. And stay there for a moment. I'm going to share a prayer by Debbie Ford to further anchor you deeply into the truth and the power and the presence of who you are. This prayer is called A Drenched in Holiness. Dear God, Spirit, Divine Mother, on this day I ask you to grant this request. May I know who I am and what I am every moment of every day. May I be a catalyst for light and love and bring inspiration to those whose eyes I meet. May I have the strength to stand tall in the face of conflict and the courage to speak my voice even when I'm scared. May I have the humility to follow my heart and the passion to live my heart and soul's desires. May I seek to know the highest truth and dismiss the gravitational pull of my lower self. May I embrace and love the totality of myself, my darkness as well as my light. And may I be brave enough to hear my heart, to let it soften, so that I may gracefully choose faith over fear. Today is my day to surrender anything that stands between the sacredness of my humanity and my divinity. May I be drenched in my holiness and engulfed by God. May all else melt away, and so it is. And with your permission, I invite you to rest into the energies of this prayer and process. I'm going to be silent for a moment to invite a transmission of divine love and grace from the heavens and the divine to flow through me to you with our blessing. And I'll be silent until it is complete. Just be open to receive. And I invite you now to take three deep breaths and allow your consciousness to begin to move up, perhaps counting within yourself from five to one or ten to one. And as you reach one, open your eyes, fully alert and refreshed, and connected with room awareness. And welcome back. Wow. Oh. One of those times where I would have loved it if I weren't hosting the call, so I didn't have to come back. I could have just stayed 
out in that beautiful zone. That was just mm -hmm. phenomenal. What I felt with that, Lorraine, was as soon as you started talking, there was this very strong presence of the, the divine around us. I felt myself go into deep trance. And within that, there was that constant feeling of support, of being embraced. And yet within that support, there was a feeling of expansiveness of my own energy field. Perhaps that's a very important message for us that we can still allow ourselves to be supported by the divine in fact encourage ourselves to be supported by the divine and within that space feel safe to expand and and fully stand in our, our own power so we can be powerful while we are also being supported by the divine it's not not one or the other they both work together in a, a beautiful uh, melding together of energies so thank you for that Lorraine that was just gorgeous mm, beautiful thank you for your comments just beautiful Michelle well, you know me, I'm super sensitive with energy, so I always like to share what I'm I'm feeling when we're we're you know, working together. So I think that brings us to the end of our, our call time. It's been really wonderful. You've shared so much extremely useful and pertinent information, not only for people going through a natural cancer diagnosis at the moment, uh, or for people facing serious health challenges, but for people in general. There's so much wisdom that you've shared with, within the call. So thank you very much for being on the call. Uh, once again, I invite people to check out Lorraine's website. That's LorraineCohen.com. She's got beautiful uh, audio gifts in, uh, there. She uh, has a full listing of her services, uh, products, and, and so on. So there's a lot on her website. Um, definitely invite you to, to have a look to check it out. Also, of course, um, because this is an Embrace by the Divine call in which I'm featuring a co-author in this case it's been Lorraine today I'd very much like you to hop on over to the Embraced by the Divine website as well that's Embraced by the Divine it's all one word dot com where you can now order uh, Embraced by the Divine through Amazon and you can get to that through the links on our website or you can even uh, Google it uh, or you can even go directly onto the Amazon website and order it directly from there if you just type in Embraced by the Divine into the, the Amazon search engine and it's uh, depending on when you're listening to this call at the moment it's on pre-order but that's only just for another couple of days or so and then you'll be able to just hop straight onto the site and receive the book straight away along with a huge bundle of bonus goodies if you're receiving the book during the launch period then you'll get a bonus bonus bundle of goodies uh, probably be about 60 plus free gifts and there's some really beautiful beautiful stuff within that really high quality stuff so definitely so many incentives for you to hop on over and have a look at more about Embraced by the Divine on my website or on Amazon directly and um, yet I hope that you connect more not only with Lorraine but purchase the book and uh, then you will get to meet all the other co-authors as well and read through their amazing stories of triumph over sometimes what would appear to be insurmountable odds. So I think on that note, I will say goodbye to everyone and goodbye, of course, to Lorraine. And Thank you so much, um, we, we hope to connect with you all again very soon. So it's goodbye from me.
Okay, goodbye, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.